Hey guys, I want to tell you about Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. And how do I know? Because Todd Orndorff on a podcast now switched to Anchor. And it's absolutely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Can you imagine not having to lug all of your equipment every place you go to do an interview or record? You can do it all right from your phone. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to be heard, they send you there. You do the fun stuff, they do the hard stuff. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight, look at me. Tonight, I am whiskey free. I broke my own credential code. I broke my own credential code. Tonight, I let you down. Tonight, our world's got turned upside down. This night, it will go on. Whiskey here or whiskey gone. (laughs) Damn it. I'm almost to the bottom of the freaking port jar here. Come on. Edit it. Do a, do a redo. Do it again. Damn it, Todd. Work your magic. We're talking about a man. That's me. He's esteemed. He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. Woo! Damn near every corner of the globe. That's far. Mr. I am a podcast veteran. Been in the game for 10 years. I got the co-host that knows most, and that's Johnny. And I'm Toddy. This is the TC. What's up, what's up, and good evening to you. This is Todd Orner from the Toddcast coming at you from the great state of PA, Central PA to be exact. My name is Todd Orndorf. I'll be your party host for this evening. And along with me today, from parts unknown, he's the hype man for Tattooed in a Wild, the raging redneck himself, Johnny Simonetti, or Simonetti, it never matters because he is ready. Johnny, what's up, my friend? What's up, homie? How are you this week? What's up, my homie? <laughs> I'm going to change that up one of these days. You're going to what? That's what you used to say. What's up, my homie? That's right. (laughs) Hey, dude, speaking of homies, do we have another homie Uh on the air with us tonight? I do believe we do. I do believe. I do believe. Folks, we have a third member tonight. It's a very special episode. Because we are going to be talking some about the Atomic Drop Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you Mr. Sir Justin Time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Atomic Drop Show. I'm your charming, colorful, and oh-so-handsome host, Justin Time. And currently alongside me in central Pennsylvania is Todd Orndorff. And not too far from Sir Todd Orndorff is Johnny Simonetti or Simonetti. It doesn't matter what his name is because all three of us have all made amends. And here we are on this planned takeover edition of the Atomic Drop Show or Toddcast or whichever goes first or second. You choose. <laughs> okay, but I do have a question. Did you did you just pronounce my last name Simonetti? <laughs> yes, it he, doesn't yes, he did. <laughs> what your name is. <laughs> 
Johnny, you heard that? I'm so glad you heard that, too. Trust me, Joe, I did. I heard it. That's not the first time I've heard it, but I'm like, oh, come on, Justin. Gosh. <laughs> As he says at the top of the show, it really doesn't matter. That's right. It doesn't matter what your name is. I mean, I can call you Party Foul Johnny, too. I mean. Yeah, you're you're exactly right. That's that's my that's my Kitty and Shiner show name. <laughs> they can call you uh, Hot Pocket John. Yeah, hot pocket junk. That's right. I've I've been called worse. <laughs> this guy's got so many aliases he could stay off the grid for years. <laughs> so, Justin, time you're on the show today. Do you want to explain to everybody what's going on while you're here? Well, besides taking a massive corporate takeover, uh, which I plan on doing, but dun, dun, first dun, dun, dun. I must take a playbook, a play out of your playbook. It's time for uh, credentials. Uh-oh. Got me some nice Genesee brewery brewed right here in Rochester. Hang on a second. I was hoping I wouldn't have to do a confession. Oh, no. You, I was not, not going to let you get away with that. I can promise. What are you talking about? I would let you get away I, with it. I know. No, I, you wouldn't. I know no, I would. I know I wouldn't. Thank you. I know you wouldn't. <laughs> <sighs> Folks, as the host of the show, as the creator of the show, this fine program that you, for some odd reason, choose to tune into each and every week, all around the globe, I have a confession to make. A long time ago, I decided, hey, anytime you're on this show, you at least need a whiskey in hand, or you need a whiskey or at least a beer in hand. I'm so flustered about the whole situation, I can't even talk. And a rip. If you, uh, if you do too snuff, you got to have a rip in, too. Folks, for the first time in the show's history, I, Todd Orndorff, am credential-free. <gasps> that is one day yeah. sobriety right there. I'm proud of you. For one day time. sobriety. <laughs> I got kids. <laughs> Dude, for the kids. Oh my gosh! Now you know, like I've been talking to Johnny, like a lot. Uh, I've spoken to Johnny a few times, but you know, like I always promote that I drink whiskey on this show. Why on earth am I not contacting or getting being contacted by whiskey companies? I always talk. You have every episode. I say, hey, boom! I drink whiskey. People, throw your liquor at me. I promise, I'll catch it. But except for tonight, I am I am credential free. I'm embarrassed. It's a piss poor job of being a host now i don't even know who i am right now yeah see now look look. so i hope you guys enjoy yours i hope one of you at least have two so you can have one for me well Uh, no i'm not i'm not wasting this important it's down for my homies down there (laughs) (laughs) this is going down he's not dumping out for my homies (laughs) well i'll tell you what you know me i normally have a beer in hand. Well, I have a little something extra tonight. I'm, I'm actually. Whoa, Johnny, hold on, bud. I mean, remember when I used to have a professional show? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, oh, you meant a beer. Sipping out of a. Huh? You're sipping. Yeah, I'm sipping out of a mason jar tonight. Oh, that's what we do a lot in our house. That's fine china right there. <laughs> You gotta love the mason jars, man. Is that not the most? Is a mason jar not the most versatile piece of of 
like household equipment, whatever you want to call it. I think, it, I mean, it can be used for freaking anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can't go wrong with a mason jar. You can can it. You can drink out of it. You can make a candle out of it. If you got an intruder, you can chuck it at it. Like what? Uh, you got it. Uh, you got all your bases covered. Yeah, you keep your bacon grease in it. Come on. You keep your bacon grease. Oh uh, yeah. For what? To cook later. Pop some bacon grease in a pan. Let it melt down. Let it sizzle down, and throw some eggs in there. Oh my gosh, yeah. I keep my bacon grease. Ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know, Mr. Todd Orndorff has his own Pinterest page for mason jars. If you go to Pinterest, you'll be surprised at how many mason jar crafts that this man has underneath his pins. (laughs) Is there one being made at this moment? (laughs) There very well could be. Oh, God. Is Donnie here? God knows he doesn't do nothing. It's probably his only activity. So, we have Sir Justin Time on the show today. And he's got some pretty big news. He has been on Blog Talk Radio since 2009, correct? Uh, Roughly around, yes. 2009, 2010. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is officially done. With Blog Talk Radio, it was, and it's pretty special for me because that's where I got my start as well. That's how we all met, and uh, you know, to be a part of the very last episode, I I feel pretty good about that, man. It was really cool because you were a part. I think it was like my second show that I ever did back in the day on Blog Talk Radio, the PWH Pro Wrestling Hour, and uh, I don't know, man. It's just like it's a. What's the change going to be like? It's got. It's a kind of a big farewell. Like there's it one is, thing you know, and now we're branching. It, it is a big farewell, however. It was a long time coming. Uh, me and Kyle have been tossing this around back forth, back forth for a long while now. We've been trying to figure out what would be the best course of action, which would have been, obviously, we are going to Spreaker. And with Spreaker, we are able to uh, at least... Keep our show somewhat the same. We looked at other hosts, too. And other show hosts just really don't compare to what the uh, speaker offers, which I'm completely all for. And plus, the price difference is just astronomically way, way better. I was talking to uh, Titty from the Titty and China show, and he, believe it or not, uses a speaker, too. So he was uh, rather ecstatic that uh, we were actually going over there. And Kyle has been using speaker off and on throughout the course of the years he's been on the air, too. So I, I feel like it's a very good fit for everybody, uh, except for me, because I'm still trying to learn what the hell to do there. Because I have a feeling I will be a uh, designated producer there. So other than that, th- that's all that we got going on. Just a big switch. Feel Feel happy, alleviated. A weight has been lifted off of our shoulders here at the atomic drop. Bad that we're leaving, however, it's off to greener pastures. You said you're going to be the designated producer. Are you going to be a designated Donnie? I could very well be. I, I don't think I can carry a torch to what Donnie does. Uh, I don't think many I, people I, can. As you can possibly. 
not a lot of people can. But as of right now, you can't see this, but me and Mr. Orndorff are doing more of a video chat right now, and I cannot grow the mullet as good as Donnie can. It's getting there. And I saw a photo of what I believed to be Johnny the other day, and the reason why I believed it could have been Donnie is because this individual was wearing a Dixon flannel, and the beaver paddle had length that was almost. If you could, if I if I could describe the length of this beaver paddle, it was probably. It would probably be pit to knee. It was so freaking long, and I it. So, he's been growing it back. It's been a while now. A Dixon flannel, an extremely long mullet, and uh, I'm not going to mention. Uh, I don't. I won't bring that up, but I just I got a feeling it was Donnie. Johnny, have you had any any recent sightings of Donnie? I have not. Not of late, I have not. I feel like he's a guy you could just pick out of a crowd, and you're like, Donnie's gonna be here, and like nobody ever show you, but like you could find him. Yeah. I Absolutely. feel like if we could reach out to his sister Marie, uh, I think we'd be <laughs> able to get a better. Uh, grasp on its location. Oh, <laughs> dude! Hey, I, that wrote down at one time. I seriously want to congratulate you, man, on uh, on you know, like the length and the length and the longevity on the show on uh, over there on Blog Talk because you know it's a it's a different platform than anything else. You know, it's a different way to do things. And uh, at times, I'm sure it could get frustrating and such. But I think now that you, you guys are going to make the leap, it's going to, you know, it, it's going to. I mean, I don't. I I've, I found that switching to a different platform was a lot easier to do the show, make the show better, to make my show seem more podcasty instead of live radio, whatever you want to call it. But uh, yeah, man, I think you guys are going to be rock stars over there on Spreaker, so. I mean, anytime you guys need some, anytime you guys need uh, some extra ears or some extra voices on the show, make sure you let us know. Oh, absolutely. Without question, I'll do that. So, yeah, man, that's pretty freaking awesome. Johnny. Yes, sir. How's that apple pie moonshine? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty damn good. <laughs> it is pretty damn good. Sorry, I was sitting here looking for something because I had something written, written down, and I don't know what I did with it. Always professional. It's gone. Highest professional yeah, grade I'm show not. I've ever been on. Okay, yeah, that's that's not me. Yeah, this is without a doubt the highest quality <laughs> in production show that you'll probably ever be on. Now, I well, I, I got a question for you. Yeah, it, it, it's been meaning I've been meaning to ask you this since the feud. And it's it's not the debate question, so you you can breathe a sigh of relief right now. Oh, I'm good, baby. I bet you are. Uh, what is your beef with uh, Jim Apple whiskey? <clears throat> now, Something funny, you, Johnny. I, I am an advocate for it. I, I believe it's delicious. You're the Paul Heyman I, for Jim Beam Apple. Jim Beam, yeah, Jim Beam Apple. I I I, I love it so very much. Mia Kunis told me to drink it, and she told me to drink it fast and well, and I have. 
And I found putting maybe a little bit of ginger ale in there makes it a delicious little cocktail right there. First of all, if you walk into a place and say, give me Jim Beam apple with ginger ale, they might throw you out around here where I live. That ain't happening. <laughs> well, I'm from New York, so you know how that goes. Jim Beam is a wonderful guy. He's <laughs> taking care of me numerous on... He's taken care of me many a time, but he, he tried to get a little cute when he added some flavor, flavor. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not. When it comes to whiskey, I'm not a vodka guy. I don't even drink vodka. I think I had vodka one time in my life. I love tequila. I will drink shots of tequila all day long, straight. Um, but whiskey, I, I just, I can't do the flavor with. I tried the honey, the honey crap before. I. Unfortunately, he tried the Jim Beam apple. I could have had a credential tonight, but I... Because I, <laughs> it's still in my house. That's how... You want to know how bad it is? I could have had a credential and lived up to it. And credentials mean a lot to me on this show, believe it or not. As silly and stupid as it may be, it's because it's an opportunity to just have a beverage throughout the week. It's really nice. But I could have had it tonight, but I hate that crap so much. It's sitting somewhere in my... I don't even know where it is. I know it's here. My kid... My, <laughs> nah, I can say... I didn't say my kid got into it, but no. They know. <laughs> they know. <better>. Nice catch. <laughs> no, they never did, I promise. It might have been our dog, though. <laughs> now, now, what's your thought on a Crown Royal uh, apple? Or is it just straight up just flavor or anything? It's uh, you, there's no flavor, man. You, you can't. Uh, no, I I don't like any flavored whiskey at all. I don't like. I don't know whether it's freaking. I don't know, dude. I just don't like it. Although I will. Although I did try that peach. Remember that peach, Johnny Boy? I, I remember that. That was good. We brought that up on the episode. Yep. Yeah, I know. You tried to rub it in my face in front of everybody. Look, dude, I got a gimmick here. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to live the gimmick. All right. <laughs> Jim Beam Peach is really good. I will say that. I don't think I could do it all the time. It was a little too sweet for me. Cause I like the burn. I like the raw realness of just, like, grandfather whiskey, you know? I want it to knock me down. I want my leg to quiver. Listen, the only time I want to do that is if, it, if it's sitting there trying to battle the flu that I have. I mean, if I have that, by all means, I'll be more than happy to swill down half a freaking gallon of it. It cuts the flu down in half. Because I'm a big advocate of if it's burning, it's working. That's it doesn't amazing. matter what. Johnny, can you say that that is true? If it's burning, it's working. Well, I can tell you this much: when I when I lived in uh, West Virginia, if you got a cold, my granddaddy Turner, he'd always tell me. He said, "Johnny, come up here. If you were feeling bad. <laughs> he'd take me up there. He'd come take me up there to his international scout. He'd pull out from underneath his seat a bottle of whiskey. He said." Here, take you a snort of this, and it'll make you feel better. Well, it burned, and it made you feel better. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> it never failed. Never failed. You know how many times you know how many times I faked being sick. <laughs> <laughs> times are different than Johnny. You know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, real quick. Remember when I told you I was looking for something? here and i couldn't find it yeah back 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 to the donnie thing right now oh, you God. know the only reason he's on the show right i don't like this guy a, before you can i really don't but go ahead 
You don't like what? I don't like Donnie. Well, but go ahead. He he has the hookup. The only reason he's on the show is Master because P? his cousin's ex-girlfriend's best friend's because she's a lesbian's ex-girlfriend's brother knows Titty. That's the only reason why. Wait, hold on, you reverse can, you, that and spin is, that again. Hold on, Justin, this is real, by the way. Go for it, Johnny. All right. It's only because his cousin's ex-girlfriend's best friend's because she's a lesbian's ex-girlfriend's brother. That's the only reason that he's even on the show. It's like just 70 and Degrees of Kevin Bacon right there, man. But that's a quote. That's a quote. Do you know how many times I had to go back and listen to that shit and write that down? <sighs> that That is a big kitty quote from his mouth. He, I think I he I said it. that on my episode. Yeah. I knew I had it. Yeah. I had to find it. <laughs> I laughed so damn hard, I said, oh, I got to write that down. So, Justin, time. When are we thinking that the Atomic Drop Show will be on Spreaker? Uh, by next week. Uh, we gave our two-week notice in last week to everybody uh, when we had the fine people of Reload Rub, Stacy and Joel. Nice uh, shout out right there to them. Absolutely. Uh, Faux show. I- uh, again, thank you for coming on to our show for being our final guest of the Atomic Drop Show on Block Talk Radio. Greatly appreciate. Uh, we made the announcement there. We also made a, uh, at least I made a secondary announcement right there. I don't know if you guys have listened to that announcement or not or heard about that announcement. Potter it's, on it's, Rochester. That's right. Shameless plug right there, baby. Just in Time has a new show, folks. Believe it or not, I got the music all queued up, too. Hit it. Hmm. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Just in Time of the Atomic Trap Show. And I'm here to tell you about a new podcast that I will be producing with a host of very talented, inspiring individuals around the Flower City. It's called Potting Around Rochester. I will be going all over Rochester, New York, maybe even further out, to highlight some of the unsung heroes of the working class. And I might even get a few famous guests on, too. Give it a listen wherever you download your podcast from. Nice. So, Shameless plug right there. So what gave you the idea to do Potting Around Rochester? The idea that gave me... Ah... I've been toying around with the idea of doing a secondary podcast for ever. Uh, I wanted to do an SEC podcast with Johnny, but Johnny's just a straight up uh, uh, LSC fan right there, and LSU, LSU, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, my credentials are hitting harder than I thought, and <laughs> my man, and. I, I've been toying around with different ideas. I've been talking around to Matt of the BICBP Radio Network, too. I've been trying to get a hold of him, trying to do a secondary show with him. But that dude's got six podcasts already lined up, already in queue. And it's like, that dude ain't budging. Uh, tried talking to Kyle. Kyle is, uh, as much as I love him, he's a busy individual. He, uh, he, he It's a struggle to get him to do our show. And I respect him for at least breaking away from what he does to do our show once a week. And what gave me the idea was that I 
I am a blue collar worker or used to be a blue collar worker. Uh, I worked at General Motors for five, six years. And that was in the hot, dirty, dankness known as General Motors. In the grime. It, all, it, it was grimy. I mean, we didn't get air conditioning inside that plant when it was like 90 degrees, 95 degrees. And when it's cold, it's colder than hell. And I, I was just sitting around thinking, what can I, what can I do? I mean, I, I want to talk about these these people here, and and then I thought about uh, your friend of mine, uh, Jimmy Z, and how much of an entrepreneur he is, and he just goes out and he uh, he just makes stuff happen. He, anything he touches pretty much goes to straight up gold. And I'm trying to I'm thinking of all these other jobs too, like. Uh, Gonna uh, probably break kayfabe for a second, but uh, my uh, real life job, I am the uh, director of marketing at a uh, doctor's office, and I was look talking to my doctor, my boss, and he owns his own practice, and all these things were coming at me all at once, and I got Facebook friends. I'm sure everybody's got a friend who owns a business on Facebook that chills. I know I see Todd sits there. And you post uh, beds and a ice cream bar or whatever else you can humanly make out of a wooden lathe. I'm sure baseball bats are coming soon. Baseball bats by Orndorf. Orndorf Slugger is coming at you. There you go. 2020. Uh, and I sat there and said, how, these people need a bigger outlet on how to express their jobs and what they do and how they impact their community. How long have they been doing this? What got them involved? And I want to be their voice to help them uh, broadcast out amongst Rochester and maybe even, as I said, further out. Uh, I'd like to possibly go down to the southern tier. The southern tier of Rochester is down in wine country. I'd love to go down to the wineries, talk to some of the owners of the wineries down there, see what inspired them to get into the wine business. What was their passion? What made think about starting wine? What What's their process of choosing a wine or what came up with the idea of this wine? There are so many different possibilities out there to ask these business owners, and I really just want to get down to the nitty-gritty and try to figure out what's inside of their head and what made them choose the choices that they did. And I figured this podcast will help me understand them and also help promote their business. You know, that's something really cool, dude. I'm happy for you about that. And it's it's funny the way that you ended it because, and Johnny, I haven't told you this yet, but the other day I spoke to Joel and Stacy over the phone. Right. Uh, of Reloaded Rabbit Seasoning. And... You know, we were just kind of catching up and stuff, and what we were talking about is c- kind of similar to what uh, Sir Justin Time saying. I said, you know, I've for a long time I've wanted to do a podcast with those two about why they got into podcasting. What is it that keeps you going in podcasting? Because as the three of us know, we are sitting here right now. It is a lot of work putting out a podcast. Justin Time, yes, producer of the show. How much work is this? Uh, back in the dizzle, me and <laughs> Kyle used to spend hours. And I, I, I kid you not, we're talking East Coast versus West Coast time. I would go to bed around Sounds like a 3 o'clock war. in the morning. Oh, 
I go to bed yeah. at three o'clock East Coast time, and he would still be able to be up on the West Coast time. And me and him would sit there, and we would go back and forth uh, so far about different different things and how to keep the keep the show fresh and different and unique. Uh, and I feel like the reason that he and I worked so well together after like for ten plus years, because you don't hear of people in the business with podcasts or radio shows like that still friends because it's unheard of. Right. But I feel like what makes him and I different is that it is the distance between us because. I, w- I feel like I would sit there and I would just annoy the living hell out of him every given day of my life. <laughs> well, I know for a and fact sure I would I'd do pre- that to Johnny. I would probably annoy yeah. the living the ever living shit out of him. And either he <laughs> or I would just sit there and just snap, and that would be it. But I believe that the distance between us makes it far easier because we can easily just sit there, shoot a text, or we I call him like every other day and shoot him an idea or ask him how he's doing and what's his workload like or trying to kind of prep for the show because I really don't like talking to him before the show because that just takes away from the magic of how what's going to happen and then the spontaneousness that uh, we have for each other but uh, if I do have to call him I we get tracking on material and then it's just like man we should have saved it what why, how did we get down that road and i feel like if he and i were together like that too in real life nothing would be able to get done on a microphone in that time so again in short like i said i believe separation has helped me and kyle tremendously i love him like a brother he was going to be my best man in my wedding as you know that too yeah. And a snowstorm prevented that from happening, but uh, I, it, it it's uh, lasted us. It's the longevity of it, and it, that's just my personal opinion on the matter. I I don't know what Kyle's take is, but I believe that is my take on the matter. I think that's really freaking cool, Johnny. What's your thoughts? That is, that's 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 just cool as hell. I mean, <laughs> it's like same situation. Todd and I have been friends through social media for it's damn near six years it's got to be and never met the dude and then i get a phone call out of the blue one day and here we are well don't make it sound like i was stalking you and creeping you somehow found your number john we were social media friends and one day out of the blue i got a call (laughs) well no i know i mean you you and i have talked i know i I I I remember us having a freaking conversation over funions yeah that's right remember that yeah i mean they're just the, the the I agree with the whole distance thing. It's it's cool as hell. You can be friends with someone. You can talk to somebody every day. It's just like Kitty and Shiner. I haven't met neither one of those dudes. I've been friends with Shiner as long as I have been with Todd. I talked to I talked to Shiner and Kitty every day. And actually, they should be recording tonight. Cause Shiner's been under the weather this week. So hats off. Hope you hope you're doing well, Shiner. Yeah. Hope y'all get your episode out tomorrow but no it no it's a cool thing it really is but like i said todd and i haven't met but that's going to change two weeks february the 8th yep you know how me and kyle met 
believe it or not, Kyle was uh, producing uh, YouTube videos. He would uh, throw up just a video, or he would put up pictures of wrestlers before a pay-per-view and kind of doing like a motion card for themselves. And, well, just pictures and hyping up the video. And I would comment with him and say, you need to do like motion capture. You know how you will sit there and like watch the wrestlers and they do like their little like move like that or... If you ever watch Shawn Michaels back from like the mid 2000s, you sit there, punch him and stuff, hold his jaw, and then comes back out and puts his hands up, kind of, sort of something like that. And I said, you just need to record that and upload it. And I constantly text or uh, message him uh, or leave comments. Excuse me. He's like, you need to try that or try this, try that. Then one day out of the blue, he he sent me a message through YouTube and said, I got a question for you. If you're game, let me know. And that is how me and Kyle started off. Only because I sat there, I watched his videos, and I went, this dude's got this voice of a Greek god who was sitting right beside Morgan Freeman. I mean, it, it, it just blew me away at his voice. He, he's, he's subtle about that sort of thing, but... He he is probably hands down the best voice guy that I have ever met, and I I'm honored that he is willing to do my uh, new show intro too. I just have to give him a script, so I can sit there and talk myself up and put myself over, and he has to say, <laughs> "Oh, of course, of course." Awesome. Nah, dude, he's, th- he's a freaking awesome guy, man. I, I do. I, I... My biggest gripe with me, and I've said this to Johnny numerous times, I've said to everybody who's ever listened to the show, my biggest complaint about this show for myself is having that voice. But some people just have it come naturally, and that's him. He has the perfect mic voice, for sure. Very cool. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Well, see, the thing is, I think you all have a great mic voice. And then, cause when I listen back to our shows, I'm like, God, listen to me. <laughs> you start our fangirling. <laughs> Hold on. I, I, I missed it. What'd you say? You start fangirling over yourself. No. <laughs> do you get a little, do you get a, no, ting- I hate listening to my- do you get a tingle, Johnny? Ooh, hold on! I just got a tangle that time. <laughs> you take a, take a swill right there, Johnny. You'll be all right. I I did. That's where I got the tangle from. <laughs> if you need to go take five, let me know. I'll be more than happy to fill in while you take care of that problem for you. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, do we got fan questions this week? We do have a couple. Uh, I, let's see here. Let me pull it up here. Now, now, John, I, before I cut you off there, could I read my question? I know I submitted mine to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. However, this is a giant spur-of-the-moment situation, and I, I, I would feel honored and privileged if I could read my question live. Absolutely. Please do it. Well, hold on. As Jim Cornette would say, in the sperm of the moment, but go ahead. Yes. <clears throat> Today... We ask you to pick one of the to pick the fashion statement you would most willing to rock for a full year. Would you be dressed 
this way involving all human interactions with other human beings. Your choices are a jail jumpsuit, a Boy Scout uniform, a hospital gown with surgical mask, or a mime. <laughs> John Boy, you're up. You want me to answer first? Yeah. All right. You know what? I'd, I'd, do, I'd go with mime. That way, if people I don't want to talk to, I don't have to talk to them. I'm going as a mime. <laughs> That's that's my choice. <laughs> I'm going I'm going jailbird, baby. Who doesn't like a bad boy? You know what I mean? You can just, and you know no. what? You can just call me nails. Uh, you took it from me. You took it from me. <laughs> <laughs> that was that when I first read the question, that was going to be my pick, and then I went, no, you know what? I want to go as a mine. So I can act like if you talk to me, I don't have to talk to you back. If you're, oh, I got a story for you. Go ahead. That that was my choice. <laughs> you just said I got a story for you. Go ahead. Why don't you go ahead? ahead. But, all right, so I have a 15-year-old daughter. It just popped into my head. You have, have a 15-year-old daughter. daughter. We you were, we were in Kroger's. <laughs> What's that? Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> I, miss, I miss what he said. We know. <laughs> I got so pissed off the other night because you all know I'm on Kroger's all the time. Well, we were on the back aisle, and this dude came out of an aisle towards us about three aisles down. He came around the corner and locked eyes on my daughter and did not even make eye contact me with me one bit. Stared at my daughter the whole time he's walking past me. By the time he got past me, I had stopped my buggy and was staring at him the whole time. Never looked at me one time. And when he got past, I had stopped at this point. In the aisle, stopped staring at this guy. Creeper, 40-some years old. Mullet, reminded me of Donnie. And I turned and looked at my daughter. <laughs> I turned and looked at my daughter. I said, I'm about to smack the look off his face. Loud enough, I know he heard me, but I'm going to tell you what, that pissed me off so bad. It it ruined my night. Did your daughter notice? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she noticed. She said, yeah, Dad, that was that was weird. I'm like, yeah, well, oh, it's getting harder and harder for people like that for me not to say something to. Because mm. I should have looked at him and said, can I help you? Uh, can you show me to the mango salsa? <laughs> nah, dude, that's my biggest fear, man. Like, I, my daughter is absolutely beautiful, and it scares the ever-living shit out of me. It really does. Like, I, I, I dread those moments to the point where, like, the, when the teenage years come, like, I'm so thankful her grandparents love her because they can have her for a decade, so I don't have to deal with... <laughs> I don't have to deal with all the money, the clothes, and all that other stuff, and I don't have to worry about that because I know Grandpa will beat his ass. You know, I, I thought about your situation there, and I think we need to get some, like, stage photos of you putting people in the Orndorff armbar and just start hanging them around the house when it comes dating season. Are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, you. Oh, I, I agree. I mean, you could you could have, like, pictures of, like, people in slings afterwards, and you just sit there and just have someone screaming out in complete agony. And literally just, like, load it up before her first date comes over. 
You know, I always said, you know, you can't hear a bow go off. Everybody's like, bring the shotgun, yeah. bring the shotgun out and clean it. I'll just lay three broadheads right there on the table. We're done. Yeah. What do you think, Johnny? Does that sound all right from Outdoorsman to Outdoorsman? Do you approve? Yeah, yeah, I approve. <laughs> but see, my thing is, is you hurt my girl. I'm gonna hit you more than just with one arrow. <laughs> I'm probably gonna pump off about thirty rounds. <laughs> Your shoulder would fall off if you tried to pull a thirty of them. No, no, that's a shoot. Shelly shot that gun. That gun don't kick. You said three. Oh, crossbow. No, I said thirty rounds. Ah, oh. well, you said broadheads earlier, Johnny. Do you hunt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you said you were going to use a bow. All right, I'm like, well, that's just you said you were going to lay out three broadheads. Well, that's just you know you you get one shot with a bow and then you have to reload. No, I'm pumping off thirty rounds quick as I can. And freaking our governor is a freaking tyrant too. Dude, your stuff is national news. Yeah, I know. I I didn't get to tell you this. I have a coworker. Her and her husband lived in in Virginia a couple years ago. Now they live up here my way, and they were going to go down to the exact council meeting that you went to, the very last one, where you mm-hmm. spoke, and they were actually going to be there and sit in on it, but they were unable to go. Oh, it, man, that's that's too bad. It's big freaking news. And, oh, yeah. and, and you know what, Sir Justin Times in New York, do, do you guys pay attention to this stuff up there? Oh, uh, you, you can't uh, avoid what's going on right now in uh, Johnny's neck of the woods. I just sit there and I start scouring the papers, make sure he isn't like uh, front page news anywhere up here. <laughs> do you think this is all I mean, started by Johnny? If he's on Johnny. the face of New York Times, man, or anything like that, or National Enquirer, I'm, I'm going to have to sit there and have him autograph it when he comes up in July. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't been in the news. Do you think Johnny started but, this, Justin? He's a pas- he's a passionate question. man. I I I I understand and I recognize his passion for all things outdoors. Well, what when his uh when his uh one of his usernames is tattooed in the wild, I, I mean it pretty much just goes without question right there. I understand loyalties. I like to think of Johnny going out like in the middle of summer and just like streaking out in the woods like Bigfoot <laughs> just to see if we can get some like Virginia Bigfoot sightings out there. And no, it's just Johnny the Human Flash running through town again. Hopped up on all that moonshine. <laughs> take him back like, take him back to his jail cell like Otis from Andy Griffin. I'm not that bad. I heard, I heard that Johnny really hunts. Not. I heard that, that Johnny hunts in camo cargo shorts and flip flops. Is that true? No, that's the ru- that. that's the rumor on the street. No, I've never done that. All right. Now I, I need I to ask a, a secondary question here because uh, earlier, Johnny, you said that you shop with a buggy. Yeah. What the heck's a buggy? I missed that, Justin. Thank you. Yes, yes. It's a buggy it is, cart, same difference. No, it's not. It is a shopping cart up here. And okay. when I went to Boston, I had an individual to- ask me where his carriage was. <laughs> I stared at him. 
and I'm blinking. He's like, where's my cad? Where, where's your horse? Excuse me, sir? He's like, my cadge. I left my cadge here. And I'm staring at him like, I'm from New York, so this whole language barrier just isn't happening. You need to give me a little bit more information. And he said, my cot. Oh, your shopping cart. Yeah, it's, 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 it's over there, sir. But uh, I, I, I've now learned that it's a shopping cart, a carriage, and a buggy. It, it, it's right. kind of been uh, irking. It, it, it's just a New York thing, I suppose. I mean, we call it up here shopping carts. No. Oh, we call it shopping we, we, carts. Todd and I have had this conversation before. You've got dungarees, pants, jeans, and britches. No, you don't, dude. You got pants. We got we got so far off the fan questions right here. Uh, screw them. They can wait. Now listen. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. So, all right. Well, since we're on a topic of like jacked up words and stuff, and there's three of us here for three. We got a very southern man. <laughs> we, oh, shit. we got a country boy from Central PA, and we got a New Yorker. So, what better time to like think of crazy words? So, the word is water. Is it water or water? Water. Water. You can tell you water. don't live in Long Island just in time. Water. <laughs> okay. Is it singles or dollar bills? Dollar bills. Either or. No, it's not. You got to pick it, one. It, this is my broad... Listen, this is my broadcast production ah. on this show. It's not <laughs> I, I either or. Both. No, dude. I, I'll go singles. What are you talking about? No. I, if I have singles, to make change, like I have to say, do you have any singles? This feud is not over. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, singles we already went like down a... that feud earlier this week. It's a real sounds like podcast. a date nap. <laughs> Did, you... <laughs> Did you hear Johnny? Did you hear... I heard him. <laughs> That's a date nap. <laughs> you know, speaking of, like, dating apps, uh, Johnny, have you ever heard of an individual named Dolph Ziggler? I have. Pro wrestler. Yes. He is doing stand-up now, and there was a little special that I saw about him doing stand-up comedy. And he walked on stage, and the first the first thing that he said was, Are there any single ladies out here tonight? And all the single ladies raised their hands. Okay? And he mm-hmm. goes, That was so much easier than Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> That was I thought that was for a new for a new stand up guy that was pretty awesome. Yes, that's funny. Johnny, do we have fan questions? I don't even know. Yes, sir. We have we do have another uh, fan question, nah. and this is from just give me one more a lady. Her, hmm? Go ahead. What's that? This is from Sarah Ann, and I'm going to give her a shout out. Sarah Ann, big outdoor. Big into the outdoors. You can also find her. She's under the Outdoor Medic on Instagram. Yeah, she saves lives. Huge, 
Yes, absolutely. So shout out to Sarah. Thanks for asking the question. Mad props from us. And her question is, what is your favorite hunting show? Uh, just in time, you can answer this one first. <laughs> Actually, believe it or not, uh, my son, just believe it or not, started watching uh, Chasing Monsters on Netflix, the uh, outdoor fishing show. Ooh, there you go. Ooh, hold on. And, hold on. No, and I, I started watching notes. it with him going, this is really interesting. And I, and I was sat there and watched about two, three hours of it with him. So I'm going to have to say at this moment in time, even though you tried to throw me a swerve right there, you <laughs> son of a bitch, I get, I'm saying chicken monsters. <laughs> Johnny boy. Check that out. Um, to me, I, I'm, I'm still going to have to say the whole Monster Buck series from Real ah, Tree Outdoors. I, I just, that that's just what school. I grew up on. That's old school, man. Yeah, that's old school. But I just watching watching that, it just that's that has always been one of my favorite ones. I am going to I'm, I I got to give two. And the reason being is cuz I did a filming for them, so I got to do them too. Uh that would be Primal Instinct, which is now on Carbon TV. And yep. without question, the single greatest hunting show in the history of hunting shows. And, Johnny, if you disagree with me, with it, I'll, I'll let Justin slide. But, Justin, you would like this. I promise you, you would. Johnny, what can you guess is my favorite hunting show? If you get this wrong, you're fired. 86th. Your career, your career is on the line right now. I don't know. Come on! I, I don't know. Because Tattooed in the Wild is not on TV yet, so I, I don't know. Meat Eater with, with Steve Rinella. Oh, yeah. With abs- absolutely, without a doubt. Justin, get, it, it, I need I'm, you to write down I'm Meat bad. Eater. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Justin Time. I'm the new co-host here of T.O. on the Toddcast. <laughs> I now have the third show under my belt. Short ride, bad landing, Johnny. <laughs> but you know what, Todd? You know what? You, you're exactly right. I, it totally slipped my, yeah. It totally went over my head. Absolutely. So, I want to describe this show real quick to everybody who's listening, because I am such, uh, to steal Justin Times' word, I'm such an advocate for what Steve Ranilla does as an individual and everything. This show is not just a guy going out in the woods and hunting, okay? He's a storyteller. He's an author. He is, a, I think, a three-time outdoor big game um cookbook writer but he gives he like takes you on a journey they tell stories about hunting you learn so much about the land and history and then after he after he harvests a game man well he takes you in the kitchen and teaches you how to cook stuff it's not your traditional ted nugent wow would you look at that when he shoots something in his backyard it is one of the it, th- this is how good of a show it is the smoking hot will watch it She's watched every episode yeah. of every season. We binge watched it. It is really awesome. I, I might even have to retract my my because I I wasn't even thinking about that at the time. Yeah, and it's all because over Netflix. He he's got a hell of a show. He's a good dude. They're coming to Pittsburgh. Uh, and everybody, Meat Eater actually has a podcast too. Come drops every Monday. It's one I listen to every Monday. And uh, Johnny, you would love it. 
Um, they yeah. are doing a live show in Pittsburgh coming up, and I'm going to try to get tickets and go. That's freaking sweet. I'm writing that down. I didn't know he had a podcast. So Every I'm Monday. writing that down. Is, is there any other questions? Yes. Uh, a secondary question from uh, the outdoor medic, Sarah Ann. She wants to know, and do you listen to any hunting pod podcast? I listen to Meat Eater every Monday. Uh, I tune into. Oh, you know, Johnny, you go first because you listen to a whole plethora of them. I I got a bunch of them. And the bad thing is, I know I'm going to forget somebody, and it's going to piss me off when I listen to this tomorrow. Uh, number one podcast hunting podcast for me is East Coast Bow Hunting Podcast. Yes, listen to it, my myself. boy. Huh? I've listened to it myself. Oh, yeah. My boys D-Rock and East Coast Trev, listen to them. Working Class Bowhunters Podcast, Whitetail Distraction Podcast. And my man Garrett Benner just started his own Kills It Podcast, The Modern Assassin. He started his podcast. I don't miss that. You got Chasing Tales, uh, Truth From The Stand, Whitetail Distraction, uh, The Hunting Public, What's, what's another one? Whitetail Rendezvous, Gear Hunter. That's just the kind of shit I listen to. I, like I said, I know I'm forgetting somebody. Yeah, but. Here, here's a quick little f f fact for you, Johnny. Uh, um, before I got cut off, well, not cut off, before I got thrown off the air, I was supposed to be on Whitetail Rendezvous. Really? Yeah, I spoke to the guy and everything else like that. We, Because um, he knew I had my podcast, what the original topics were about and stuff. And, um, I spoke to Bruce and everything. Everything was supposed to be good, and then I got thrown off the air, and then we kind of just lost connection. Oh no! There, like I said, I know I'm. I, I know I'm missing one. I, I know I'm going. I just know I'm missing some. I can't think off the top of my head. I didn't write all this down. But they, they, like I said, and there's certain days of the week when I know when these things drop, and I, I look forward to them. So those are my hunting podcasts that I listen to. And then, of course, I have other podcasts as well that I listen to. But that's me. Yeah, I, I, I have for sure. Um, I have for sure every Monday. I do not miss an episode of Meat Eater. I listen to East Coast Book Hunting Podcast, which is really awesome because, you know, like ever since – like. Uh, life gets so fast, you know, I don't have the same amount of time in the woods as I used to and everything. So, like, I got to keep up, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great way to do it. It's a great way to learn. It's a great way to hear stories. And that's what the whole thing's about. That's what it's about. Stories of the hunt. You know, I, I just love it. I, I love hearing everybody's success. You know me. You and I talked all season long. I sat in the stand three times this year. That's it. Listen to him rub it in. Go ahead. No, I'm no go ahead and rub it I in. I set in the stand three times this year. And how many did you get? Three. Yeah, yeah. go ahead and rub it in, Johnny boy. I'm, see, I wasn't going to bring it. I'm not rubbing it in. I was fortunate. I was lucky enough. I know my area. I've been spoiled. That's why I was so depressed this year. I've been spoiled for 20 years. I had the same two properties, and I know I've said it before, for 20 years that I've hunted. I knew them like the back of my hand. And then to lose the biggest property you have, I was like, screw it. I'm just not going to hunt. And pretty much, Dreamer told me, she said, babe, 
your attitude is horrible. You need to go hunt. <laughs> so I bought my license and I went hunting. <laughs> but, however, I did pick up 68 acres that borders uh, the Skyline National Drive because there's no hunting on Skyline National Drive. It borders the Skyline and it borders National Forest on the other side. So I did pick that up. I haven't scouted it yet. I'm going out in the spring to start scouting it. So 2020, whole different story. That's freaking awesome, man. 2020 is my year to get back in the wilderness. 2020, I'm getting scratched by a bear in 2020. I am... I'm writing an outdoor. I'm writing an outdoors list of things I need to happen. I need to get scratched by the bear finally. I need to get back out in the streams. I need to tie more flies. There's a whole bunch of stuff I need to do. So, hey, sir, sir Justin, time. Do you hear what he's yes, saying sir. about getting scratched by a bear? You know, I, I've gotten scratched by a couple cats. <laughs> so is Johnny. <laughs> That that was that was, that was a, right there. Cat scratch fever. It, yeah, oh uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Twenty eight thousand dollars later, worth of uh, rabies shots. Yeah, I've been scratched by a cat too. But yeah. you hear him talking about wanting to get scratched by a bear. Yeah, I, I have. Might, yes. Okay, we we might have our own podcast because he wants to go poking a bear. It may not end up so good. You know, that's called jackass. <laughs> yeah, he's not. I'll punch it right in its freaking nose. Now, I, you, I want you. I want to be on you. I want. Listen, I guarantee you, an Orndorff arm bar hooked on a bear would go viral. Let's freaking do it. Did you see that dude punch that uh, kangaroo a few years back? Dude, he freaking yeah. threw a haymaker and nailed it, and the thing just like stood there stunned. It was rocking. Oh, it, it was the greatest, greatest thing I saw that year when that thing came out. Yes, it was. It, it was amazing. Man, don't mess with my dog. I'd have done the same thing. <laughs> now, I got to ask you, uh, did you, uh, have we talked about your trip to New York City? No, we have not. We have not. Do <sighs> we want to tease that for next week, or do you want to give it, give it a little taste? Well. Can I, can I interject here? Because Sure, Johnny. Go ahead and take over. Go ahead. Now I'm not taking over. Go ahead, Johnny. Interject for a minute. I, I'm so happy that we have Sir Justin Time on the show. Now, when we talk about this, I thought there was an agreement that the hashtag smoking hot soon to be white was going to be on the show. And that here I am, sweetie. How you doing? <laughs> What's your name? How you, how you doing? My name is Juan. Well, let me tell you. There's a reason why, okay, and none of this show was, listen, as you can tell, we're bouncing around, folks. None of this show was discussed. No, um, no. There is calling a, it in the ring, and it's a cluster. Calling it in the ring, and you know what? <laughs> we're going on We're going on first. Jim Cornette's in the corner having a coronary somewhere going, Scott guys on bitches video game playing them after. He's cosplaying <laughs> podcasters. <laughs> Outlaw Mud Show. How long bunch of podcasters? <laughs> Listen, there is a reason, and the reason why I'm saying this is because Justin Time had no idea. Um, she she said to me, we had such an experience, so much negative happened in New York City 
that she just we were walking on the streets of Times Square and she was like, if you want me on your show to talk about this, I will. Out of the blue. And she refuses to be on the microphone. Johnny, am I right? Yes, you are right. She's been on, as far as I know, she's only been on it once. One time. It, except she participated in the song we made about you when you were naked chewing on Hot Pockets and having a PBR. But other than that, she has not been on the microphone. But she volunteered. She is under the weather right now. So she is not here tonight. But next week, we will have her on and she will talk about the trip. It was... It was weird, man. I, but I will say this. I... I, I a little teaser. I saw my first New York City rat. Hey, my man. I've been to New York City 20 times. Legitimately. 20 times. And I've never had the privilege of seeing a New York City rat. And if it if this wasn't the size of a wiener dog, I'm not wearing a white hat right now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding, Johnny. <laughs> oh my God! It, it your 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 house cat that kicked your ass. This thing would have taken you to the ground. <laughs> I mean, oh my God! You've seen Pizza Rat, right? What? You never. There is a Pizza Rat. Like two years ago, they had in New York City. Someone took a video. Of a rat carrying a piece of pizza down the subway steps, and he was dubbed a pizza rat. Oh yes, I did. I I did not see that, but it's funny because yes, I remember that the rat that I saw was in the subway. See? <laughs> did you go? Ah, oh, you dirty rat. <laughs> You gotta say, you gotta say it with the you gotta say it with the Italian accent. Oh, yeah, you, you rat. dirty rat! You dirty there rat! There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where we're discussing dirty rats. Uh, today's topic. This is a borderline wrestling show, so let's talk about rats. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, do you know what rats means in the wrestling business? What's that? Asking Johnny if he knows what rats are in the wrestling business. Well, I got a pretty good idea, but probably not, maybe not the same definition. That you well, it, it very well could be, so why don't you go ahead and say it? Oh, no, you're not going to embarrass me. You're not going to be not embarrassed. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, if I had to guess, and Justin Tong will probably agree with me on this, that you're probably right. I, no, I, I mean, it's just somebody that sounds to me like it's just somebody that would stab somebody in the back. No, okay, you're wrong. I don't, no. Okay. No, no, but no, that's okay. That is a rat, just but in the wrestling business, it's uh, it are girls that like to hang out around wrestlers. Yep, oh, ring rats. Okay. They're called ring rats, just like lot lizards. Oh, it's kind of like a mud cricket in the south, in, in, here in the south. <laughs> sure, <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. You're so like southern. Mud the mud yeah. crickets go in their buggies. I mean, they sit there, no, they circle no, them no, around. No, 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 no. These mud crickets are the chicks that the you know, when you go to a like a. I don't go to these things. I, this is just something I learned in the past uh-huh. two years. When you go to freaking like mud ball shows or whatever, you got the mud crickets that want to hang around all the big trucks and you know with the guys with the big trucks. What's a mud, mud ball cricket. show? Yeah, it's a 
mug cricket. What's a mug bog show? Ah, you, you'll have to look it up. Seriously? Yeah. Look, we got the walking definition of one right here, and he's telling us to look it up? <laughs> You're the Southern personified. Uh, go look it up. Damn, we got we, 30 minutes away, we got a place called Big, Big Boys Playground, right? You take your trucks up there, they got mud pits, they got trails, they got hill climbs. It's nothing like dropping a freaking vehicle down in a mud pit and seeing if you can make it out to the other side. That's called we, snow in upstate New York, man. So we don't know well, if we make it out the driveway or not. <laughs> I give you that. I agree with that. But, yeah, shoot, there's nothing like going playing in the mud in a vehicle. I miss my Jeep so damn bad, it's unreal. Hey, I just want to point something out to everybody. Since we since we won't record again until next week, I just want to I just want to let everybody know because you know, like you know, sometimes we do like to spread some sort of awareness on the show. And on Monday, it is the start of Diarrhea Awareness Week. All right, Johnny. <laughs> it runs until Friday. <laughs> I swear, I knew it was coming. I knew something. I knew something was coming. Don't you just hate verbal diarrhea, man? Damn it. <laughs> it just comes spewing out all over the place. Johnny, what do you call a poor town in Italy? I, actually, Justin, time is this for you. What do you call a poor town in Italy? I don't know. What do you call a poor town in Italy? The spaghetto. Oh. <laughs> I wish I had my sound effects. I know. <laughs> Oh, God. How long have we been on this freaking show? My time says an hour and eight minutes, but we were on the phone well before. Uh, Another hour, and it's no longer than the Atomic Drop Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, real quick. Back to you. I, I meant to plug this in when we were talking about the whole Virginia thing. Uh, so our city council without any kind of advertisement that they were going to even speak on this tonight, they voted down six six to one that Stanton City will not be a Second Amendment city. I had to bring that up. It just pissed me off. It popped in my head. I just, I just got a message like five minutes ago or so that said that our city council voted it down. So we've got a bunch of liberal bullshit people in my city so what are your right. thoughts on this just because we've talked Who's about mine? it for a few weeks yeah it, 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 express how you feel about this whole thing right now you got the beat button ready uh sure go for it i'm fucking pissed that's why we got a bunch of liberal fuckers that run this town why am i ears bleeding so bad Sorry, I, Johnny, I, I, stop, I stop cussing, man. My ears are bleeding. My I'm virgin sorry. ears. Yeah, I know better now. <laughs> it's Todd. Todd. my Todd, finger. What? Todd, did I, did, did I send you the picture of the sticker that my buddy made me at work? No, did you I did not. Tell you this? No. He made me a big-ass sticker. It was supposed to be a bumper sticker, is what he told me. But it, was, it wouldn't fit on my bumper. I That's have a sticker said. on my tailgate. <laughs> My wife will agree with you 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I have a I now have a sticker on the on the tailgate of my truck that says our governor is a tyrant. And it's on my tailgate of my truck. I hate Virginia. I, I hate our government. Our government's pretty good. It, PA, it, you want to move? Yeah. Don't come I, here. I, it's it's bad. Oh, don't worry, Ben. I, don't I, don't worry. I'm not. Did he just I'm break? not. Y'all y'all elect. Hey, I'm, don't worry. I'm not coming up there. Y'all elected AOC. Fuck. Oh God, here we go. Johnny's gonna go. <laughs> <sighs> Speechless. How about them Yankees, huh? <laughs> what yeah, mean? How about them? <laughs> how about them bombers? I, I know. I like the Yankees. Always have. Johnny, I'm going to see you soon, bud. Yes, indeed. Won't be long, brother. Won't be long. It's going to be awesome. The, the, the 8th. February the 8th. And you're finally going to meet Sir Justin Time and Kyle Cruz come July. July. Mark right. down your calendar, Johnny. You can't get out of it. So, let me tell you how cool the uh, events went down today for me. So, Dreamer did, of course, she didn't want me to go alone. I was prepared to go alone. And Chris, you know, our buddy Chris Price, he said, well, Johnny, I'll go with you. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I said, but I think Dallas, I said, I think Dallas is going to go. Dallas is Dallas the co owner of, huh? Never mind. Hmm? Dallas Brewer is the co-owner of uh, Tattooed in the Wild. I was trying to get him to come up. He's too busy. He can't go. I get a text from Dallas today that says, you know, I'm, I'm too busy. I'm not going to be able to make it. Well, 20 minutes later, I get a call from my cousin who listened to the podcast. He just listened to last week's podcast today. He said, Johnny, he said, I'm going to the show anyway. He said, you go with me. He said, I'm already going. He said, I'm not into the hunting stuff. He said, but I'm into the fishing stuff. He said, I'm already going. So you just ride with me. I'm like, done deal. So February the 8th, I'll be there. That's stoked, buddy. I'm glad to finally meet you. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. I don't care if we got to record in the damn car. We're going to do an episode up there. Yeah, we will. Hey, uh... So, a guy who was on this show, he's the voice of the center of Pennsylvania, he does Penn State sports and everything. His name is his name is Jeff Brown. He's a good buddy of mine. And he does live radio, and he has this thing that he does every single morning. And um, uh, he's got a thing that he does every single morning where he says stuff... Stuff he finds looking for other stuff, as in, like, interesting facts, okay? All right. So, and I was like, you know what, that's kind of interesting. What kind of weird facts are out there? I think we're going to do a little, I think we're just going to, like, throw out some weird facts. Sound good, Johnny? Sounds good to me, huh? You can believe some of this weird stuff that is like, is actually real. So. A staple cap. What's that? It's kind of like a, you're a human staple cap. Right, exactly. Great analogy. Who here likes Donkey Kong? Anybody? Hey, I love yeah. Donkey and his little kiddo ditty. Check this out. Donkey Kong got its name because its creator believed donkey meant stupid in English. 
It wanted to convey that the impression the character that the to convey the impression that the character was a stupid ape. Can you believe that? Here it comes. No, Johnny, it's not a dad joke. I promise. This is real. Okay. Okay. Another one I found was. Okay, this is going to be fun because you know what, Justin? Time you're you're going to do this one real quick because All you, right, you hit me because you always come up with these freaking weird ass questions on my show. So then I got a weird ass one for you. What is the medical name for a butt crack? Medical name for a butt crack. There's oh, a medical man. name for a butt crack. And, and I work in a doctor's office too, so I should probably know that. At, at this moment, I'm going to say uh, cracular diculitis. Uh, Were you going to say dystrophy or something? <laughs> you know, I, I should have went with dystrophy. <laughs> <laughs> that is wrong. Johnny, do you have any idea what the medical name for butt crack is? <laughs> name for butt crack. Uh, let's see. I looked it up. <laughs> you Googled it? Yeah, I Googled it. You can't Google it. Intergluteal cleft. Intergluteal cleft. cleft is the name. I couldn't pronounce that shit. <laughs> yeah, I looked it up real quick as soon as you ask it. Hey, if a guy at McDonald's works overtime, is it called a McDouble? Probably in their world it is. Probably in their world. <sighs> well, guys, I think I think I think we've reached a little bit of time here on this show where we might need to tone it down and as Stone Cold Steve Austin says, drift off to, drift off into the sunset. But uh Sir Justin Time, would you like to plug uh potting around Rochester one more time? Absolutely. Uh hopefully within the next coming weeks or so, at least a Hopefully in two weeks. I like to give myself at least two-week notice or so. Uh, I will be producing a podcast called Potting Around Rochester, a salute to the working class here around Rochester, New York, or maybe even further out, maybe even central Pennsylvania. I don't know. Maybe I'll just go wherever the wind takes me. But I will be out, and also I would be amiss if I did not mention the Atomic Drop Show every Thursday night that we record alongside with you and Johnny. For some ungodly reason, Wednesdays are for podcasting for all three of us, or four of us. Nice. Real quick, you potting around Rochester. I wanted to ask you this earlier. Hit me. There is, you, in your little ad, you say you might get somebody famous. Yes. Would you... Have you happened to reach out to a man named Brody Lee yet? I have not reached out to Mr. Lee. Mr. Lee is still contractually obligated to uh, WWE. Speaking of, since you even said that, uh, I, I do want to make a side note and say that I am AEW approved. I did uh, purchase my tickets for ah! AEW in March. Come on. I'm so. Are you gonna have a little bit of the bubbly? You know, I already have a little bit of the bubbly here at the old Atomic Drop HQ. 
Johnny, are you going to have a little bit of the bubbly? He doesn't know what that is. But Johnny, he, Johnny, okay, ready? We need yeah. you. To, we need you to say a little bit of the bubbly. Uh, don't worry, I got a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> that's that's pretty good, Johnny. I give you that. <laughs> oh well, that's awesome, man! Congratulations on the big move for the Atomic Drop Show. And uh, wish you the best of luck anytime that you need anything. You know that both of us will be there for you. Appreciate it very much. Absolutely. And we greatly appreciate you coming on tonight. And thank you for having me at the complete last minute. Uh, like I said, these things these things happen from time to time. And uh, sometimes real life stuff just gets in the way. And we just got to sit there and make do with what we got. And I couldn't ask for a better send off from Blog Talk Radio than being on your show. As a corporate takeover. <laughs> that is awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Todd Orndorff, and I greatly appreciate you listening to this fine, fine program that we put out each and every week. My name is Todd Orndorff. Oh, wait. You know what I never do, Johnny? What's that? Listen, you know my memory's crap, dude. you got to keep me in check. You're the co-host. Do you not read your responsibilities hey, checklist? It's on the mission hey, statement. You, you didn't get you, your mission you statement? Do. No, I didn't get it. And you do realize how old I am. You talk about your memory. My memory is way worse than yours, brother. You remembered you <laughs> went out hunting three times and got three deer. Folks, you can find us on Facebook <laughs> and Instagram at Todd Orner for the Toddcast. If you want to email the show, on the Toddcast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, YouTube. Wherever you look, you will find us. My name... Oh, Johnny, where can they find you? I'm so... Johnny, just go ahead and say something. Lack of credentials are affecting you hard tonight, bro. I am... Oh, my... I know. Get this man a beer. I think he's lying. I think you've had credentials all night long. I wish I had credentials all night long. Johnny, where can they find you? Johnny Simo, Tattooed in the Wild. Best place to find me on Instagram. Awesome. That's where you find me. That's where you can find Johnny, folks. And you can find us at the Outdoor Show in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, the Great American Outdoor Show, February 8th. You know what, Johnny? Let's do something. What's that? Just to see. Let's say noon, February 8th. We will be in the Archery Hall. If anybody's listening, come hang out with Johnny and I. In the Archery Hall at the Great American Outdoor Show. Absolutely, because I plan on being there way earlier than that. I'm leaving. We're leaving early. What are you talking about? I'm going to be there before then, because I still got to drive home. Yeah, you got three hours and twenty minutes. I googled it for you. You ain't leaving. Okay. You ain't leaving before three. What in the morning? Yeah. No, Johnny, in the hours. afternoon. Oh, no. Hell no. I'm not leaving there. No. I'm good. Hey, we'll be fine. Noon. We're good. And noon in the archery hall, folks. My name is Todd Orndorff. Out. (laughs) I'm Johnny. Peace. (laughs) We're talking about a man. That's me. He's esteemed. Uh He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. Damn near every corner of the globe. That's far. Time a podcast veteran. Been in the game 
I got the co-host that knows most, and that's Johnny, and I'm Toddy, this is the TC.